0: Welcome to this week's episode of the exercise engineer this week i am talking to you about the ultimate fat loss diet for 2024 this is it guys this is the answer that we've all been waiting for so i'm going to list a few off and then i want you to have a think about which ones you've tried which ones worked which ones didn't and then we're going to summarize afterwards so i'm sure you've all tried a few of the list um and trust me i've been there as well i think i've tried every diet under the sun, including cutting out carbs, removing fats, starving myself until 1 p.m., like reducing my calories to 500 calories for two days. Um, that, I think that was definitely the hardest one. Was that like the five the five two diet or something? Only eating 500 calories for two days a week. Ridiculous, no, it's, it's, it's outrageous that one anyway. But which is the ultimate diet? So we've got keto, we've got paleo, we've got low sugar, low-fat, intermittent fasting, slimming world, Weight Watchers, not to mention a few, and then the 5-2, and in fact, they all work in exactly the same way. Like, you've got it. They all, if you well, if you've listened to any of my podcasts already, you will know it's all down to the calorie deficit. They've just come up with a fancy way of doing it, put a new name on it, and like rebranded it, And yes, they all like most of them will work to certain extents, but then most of them are not sustainable. A lot of them include cutting out major food food groups that we need, and they're just not sustainable because you cannot keep up everyday life with in these diets. Like keto, for example, you can't cutting out carbs. For forever, really, because the minute you start eating carbs again, you put the water weight back on the, the carbs that you stripped. So, without going into too much detail and flagging off keto too much, um, let's just recap the science behind how all of these different diets work. So, in the most basic form, calories, are just energy that we consume to fuel our body for all of our daily activities and workouts. So the law of thermodynamics, don't freak out with that big word by the way, explains like how to lose fat, like the calories we eat should be equal to the energy that we use for that day. And if it's not, if we expend more calories than we consume, we have created a calorie deficit. Likewise, if we consume more calories than we expend during the day, then we're in a calorie surplus and we will end up putting on fat over time. Just one, one day is not gonna throw us off altogether. One pound of fat is equivalent to 3,500 calories. So when you split that over the week, if we put ourselves in a 500 calorie deficit every single day for seven days, seven times 500 is 3,500, and therefore we would lose one pound of fat over that length of time. Where a lot of people would then think, it's like, oh, well, in order to lose fat quicker, I'll just make my calorie deficit a lot bigger. But this is where we restrict way too much, and adherence then becomes a problem because then we find it much, much harder to stick to those calories and we therefore end up overeating later on when we realize our body cannot function on 500 calories a day. Or even 1200 like certain apps like MyFitnessPal, which is a fantastic tool. I did a whole podcast episode about why tracking is so important. But when you type all your information into MyFitnessPal and put that you want to be in a calorie deficit, for a lot of small, small women, they will put you on 1200 calories, which is a child's portion and should not be stuck to because that is that will create serious adherence problems. So, when we're talking about calorie deficits, to create a calorie deficit, you can either reduce your calorie intake, like I've explained, you can increase your calorie expenditure, meaning you move more throughout the day, more workouts, etc., Or what I like to recommend is a little bit of both. So tracking a little bit, well, tracking a lot and ensure, ins- ensuring, wow, Louise, speak properly, please. Ensuring you are monitoring your nutrition and you're hitting your daily calorie target. And also expending slightly more calories than you usually would. And we measure that by hitting a daily step count and doing home workouts and all the gym workouts and all running, if you will, as well. So I recommend doing a little bit of both. And many people will then think like, eat less, move more. And that's the general crux of it. However, it's not necessarily eating less that I want you to focus on, it's eating smarter. I still eat loads and someone looking at my the quantity of food that I eat would not think wow that girl has abs or whatever like it's I eat a lot it's just a lot of highly nutritious whole foods that keep me full all day long nutritious protein that technically burns more calories in the digestion process than carbs and fat does. It needs more breaking down. So we can use these types of tips and tricks, if you will, to our advantage. Like once you understand that certain foods break down more like take longer to break down they go deeper into your tract and therefore either burn more calories to digest or keep you fuller for longer because they stay in your digestive system for longer and therefore your body doesn't release hunger home, hunger hunger hormones as frequently then that's what makes it easier it's those tips and like those little tools that you can use that are going to make it easier it's not easy fat loss is not easy i am not saying that whatsoever fat loss is still very difficult and that's why a lot of people struggle with it but there are ways that we can make it easier I also fill my plate with plenty of colourful vegetables, focus on eating lean proteins on there as well and obviously don't forget those carbs for fuel. I will do a full podcast episode on carbs but what I want you to note at the moment is carbs are not the devil. Just because when we cut out carbs, we lose weight. We need to remember that that isn't just fat. That is likely a lot of water weight as well because when we store carbohydrates in the body, it gets stored in our muscles and our liver as glycogen and glycogen holds on to water molecules. That is all that is. So when you cut out carbs, you flush out a lot of water weight as well. That's why we see the scale drop considerably when we cut out carbs. And that's sort of when people go on the keto diet, they'll lose like seven to 10 pounds in the first week and they're like, oh my God, it's magic. And it's like, no, you just stripped out a lot of water weight and some muscle as well. Um, glucose from carbs is super duper important to help fuel your workouts as well i'm assuming you're going to be working out when it comes to january only because it's probably the the best thing that you can do for your health one thousand percent any form of movement i'm not saying you need to go to the gym i don't go to the gym like you do not need the gym to be classed as healthy or working out etc but we need to come up with a plan, some form of workout plan, some training that you enjoy doing because that's the most sustainable plan for you. Because this is how people succeed long-term. Long-term when it comes to dieting, like we've all lost weight, we've all put on weight, etc., cetera, et cetera. It's the people that maintain weight that have got this healthy, balance and general lifestyle instead of the yo-yo diet where we put on a stone lose a stone put on a stone lose a stone put on two stone lose a stone etc like the only sustainable way to lose fat is to maintain a calorie deficit including all of your favorite foods like everything in moderation and i know that's easier said than done we've all been there trying to just have the odd thing but trust me, once you start to really focus on it, eat the foods that you enjoy, you're much less likely to overeat on them later on when you like maybe have one or two. And it's that all or nothing effect that us humans, we love the all or nothing. We wanna sit there and just cut everything out and be like, no, I'm, I'm really on willpower. Two weeks later, you're really, really struggling. You maybe have like one biscuit and think, oh, I've messed it up now i might as well eat the whole packet whereas if you learn to just have one or two every other couple of days that's where you master the healthy lifestyle and that's where we can learn to enjoy the process at the same time that is where we are going to maintain it and that's ideally where we want to sit for the rest of our lives pretty much and learn to enjoy it i've already said that but more emphasis on the enjoyment. The more you enjoy the process, the easier it will be. Okay, so let's find sustainable ways to do this. Not starting any ridiculous diet that we all know and love. I'm sure you've already started googling top diets for 2024 and that's probably how this podcast came up. But What I want you to focus on is the 80-20. If you want to give it a name, let's call it the 80-20 rule, because that is technically its name. And I want you to focus 80% of the time eating whole foods, like the things that don't need huge packaging. Like it doesn't need something to sell it to you as high protein. Like look at the things in the supermarket and what doesn't have packaging around it. It's your fruits, vegetables, meats, Generally yogurts, like just the basic low-fat Greek yogurt or normal Greek yogurt Cheeses or like dairy products lean um, I've already said lean meats as well um, You've got lentils pulses grains all of these things really don't have to be sold to you because The shops know that you you should be eating those really they're trying to sell you all the stuff that gets them more income really it's a financial frenzy or whatever you call it I don't know that's not the term but you know what I'm getting at like the shops package things up to make them look pretty and try and sell them to you as high protein when really all the foods that we know and that we know that we need and should be consuming more of don't have big fancy packaging on it um, 80% of the time for those types of foods. 20% of the time, crack on. Eat your donuts, eat your bagel. Oh well, bagels, mm, bagels are all right actually. They're not really sold to. You can eat bagels, that's okay. They're quite high in protein actually for a bread sauce. So I would recommend a bagel, I do love a bagel. Especially the bagel thins, I do love a bagel thin. But yes, 20% of the time, you can eat these different types of foods. Um, I would try and avoid highly like ultra processed foods because these are the ones that have lots of additives like if you look at the back of a packet and don't recognize more than half of the ingredients that's usually where i would start to be like hmm maybe avoid those for a bit but then saying that i eat a lot of protein bars and they include a lot of those things so again everything in moderation, that can be part of my 20% of the time eating those sorts of things. So just to run through quickly what I eat on a daily basis because I get that a lot, like what What do I actually eat? I'm just gonna reel off loads of stuff. So like oats, yogurt, fruit, seeds, nuts. That's like my general breakfast time. Like some sort of overnight oats, porridge, yogurt, fruit, that general gist. Then I usually have some form of protein bars, like a mid-morning snack. And then for lunches, some form of bread, whatever we've got in. So like an English muffin, a bagel, sourdough, a couple of slices of that with eggs, ham, tomatoes, avocado, anything, just stuff like that I just I'm obsessed with and ham is a fantastic sauce even though it's technically classed as processed yes most foods that we eat are processed but at least that is cheap low in calories and high in protein and relatively good for you there's not loads of additives in it it's literally just extra water and it it is quite salty um but you win some you lose some and that's just an easy way and cheap way to get protein in Uh, and then evening meals some form of like chicken pesto pasta vibe, tuna and quinoa, like mixture of salads, beans, pulses, that's where I bring in all of those. So trying to aim for five or six fruits and vegetables a day minimum, we should be aiming, for gut health really, 30 different plants every week. And that sounds quite ridiculous, but it's easier than you think. When you think of coffee, that's classed as a plant, Um, all your spices, herbs, so it doesn't have to just be plants that you eat, it's all the different other things that come from plant sources. That's what scientists recommend as healthy gut microbiome or whatever whatever you call it. Um, so yeah, remember, consistency is key. This is not a quick fix at all, it is a lifestyle. So focus on the small wins every single day, like hitting your calorie deficit, hitting your step goal, like it's gonna change your life. This is a lifestyle change, not just a diet that you're gonna try for two weeks and then fail. I'm just gonna cover four fat loss mistakes that like the most common mistakes that people make during like starting a diet and like with motivation and stuff as well, like they realize they've been going about it all the wrong way so these are the common mistakes that are going to help you on your path to success in 2024. So, number one, not holding yourself accountable. It's very easy to let ourselves down, to be honest. It's it's much much harder to let other people down that's why coaches work that's why having some form of like running buddy or workout buddy works that's why when you go to uh, leisure centers or gyms and they've got classes on and you're not allowed to cancel within 24 hours otherwise it's going to charge you that is holding you accountable because you don't want to lose your money so you turn up you go it those those things that are going to keep you accountable you can also keep accountable yourself. Have some some like apps are really, really good that you can physically tick off. Making an accountability chart, like I've made all those for my clients that they can physically tick off. Would recommend any of those. Like if you want that accountability chart, I will give you it. Just message me. Um, or you can become a client and I'll give you it free anyway. Um but Those sorts of things will help you sort of keep on track, teach you ways to be able to do this on your own, but that's why a coach is there. Like a good coach will help you be able to do that on your own, not just give you a plan and make you stick to it because you'll need a plan forever if you just have a plan. Having a good coach that's gonna teach you how to do it yourself so you don't need a coach for the future is ideally what you should be looking for in a coach. I am your gal. I will teach you everything you need to know if this podcast doesn't cover it in enough detail, which I'm pretty sure I am covering it in lots and lots of detail. So mistake number two is not putting skin in the game. So I made I made a mistake as well when I started off in this fitness business, in my coaching business, for giving, giving friends stuff free and Yes, it seems like it's a really nice idea, but they don't, they haven't got any skin in the game. They've got nothing to lose. So they, it's, it's harder for them to stay accountable. The minute you put money down, you are automatically more successful because you do not want to lose your money. You don't want to make it a waste of money. So you are, of course, gonna suck it up and get on with it, and I know that's not a good way of looking at it, but if that works for you, then use that to your advantage. Put money down on something. Pay for a good plan or a good coach, someone who's gonna teach you how to do it. Like, make you will get your money's worth, absolutely, so of course it makes sense to put your money down. It's not just a payment. It's an investment in yourself. It's an investment in your body, your health. So get some skin in the game and avoid that mistake because very similar to not holding yourself accountable, the money side of it will definitely keep, help keep you accountable as well. Mistake number three is not having a plan. So. Having a plan, having goals can be the decider of whether you succeed or fail. Like a lot of the time you might just be like, right, I'm gonna lose weight, I've decided, let's go for it. And then you'll just try loads of bits and like throw stuff at a wall and see if it sticks. And really you need a plan. You need something that you can stick to, something to tick off every single day, get some actionable tasks in there, get some mini goals. So think about your ultimate goal This is what I get my one-to-one clients to do right at the start of their journey with me. So think of the ultimate goal and then work it backwards. I'm gonna go into more detail in how we break this down in probably the next couple of podcasts as we look at how to make 2024 your success year. Um, I'm not going to go into too much detail now because it's more about the fat loss side of it instead of just general goals. But ultimately, think of your ultimate goal. Break it down, down, down into smaller, smaller goals until you have your daily goals. And then you work towards those goals. So if you want to hear more about that, look out for the next couple of podcasts. I'll be going into a lot more detail on how to actually create those. But... Get those daily tasks down. Build it into your plan. So how many, how many times a week do you need to be working out? What step, what's your step target? What's your calorie target? What's your protein goal target? Like all of these work into that plan. And then also getting a morning routine in there as well plan things like reflect on your previous week and work that into the next week what went well what didn't go so well what would you do again what would you avoid eating etc etc so writing a plan down has actually proven to be the best way to achieve anything physically seeing it if you've written it down and putting a time frame on it is so so important like parkinson's law super important i'm going to cover that in a minute but just putting time frames on things, having a goal that you can work towards and sort of count down to it and be like, right, no, we're nearly there. Something else to work towards, 100%, it works. Like, if you are training for a marathon, you are more likely to start training for it the minute you book the call, not the call, but book your ticket to do the marathon until you actually book that and get your position you think mm, yeah i probably could start training for that now but you, you're not gonna you? you're not gonna until you actually realize it's like oh right okay so i've got a marathon to run in four four months right i should probably start training for that now so having a plan usually set your deadline and work back from it and work out where you need to be now in order to reach that goal at the end so plan 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 and if you can't stick to it on your own get a coach to do literally either create a plan for you or help help you create a plan and work through it with you 100 percent would recommend it's one less thing for you to worry about and They've coached many people before. I'm not just selling myself here. If I'm not right for you, there will be a coach out there who is. So make sure you find the one that's right for you and that is gonna work with you towards your goal. It's a we thing. So you want them to be like, we're a team, we're gonna get you there. Okay, And mistake number four that people make is not surrounding themselves with like-minded people. So this one, again, is so, so important because if you're surrounding yourself with people that aren't trying to get fit or lose weight, they will likely drag you back down with them, either on purpose or not. Like, that's why I created the community for my challenges. We are all in this together. I, I get people to post in the group when they've done their workouts for the day because it encourages other people to get it done as well. When you see other people are working towards that goal and motivating you along the way and really supporting each other, you see that you go through the same struggles and it, you are not alone. Like so many people, like I get on the on the weekly check-ins, it's amazing what the similar people struggle with on a weekly basis. And they think, they, they always say like, or didn't want to post this in the group in case it was stupid. And it's like, do you realise how many people have said that this week, like over this month? Like you are not the only person thinking this or struggling with this or wondering about this certain aspect. Chances are, if you're worrying or panicking about something, someone else is as well. So it's just amazing surrounding yourself with those types of people so you can experience it as a group and get through it as a group. It really makes such a difference. And seeing other people smash their workouts is definitely gonna motivate you to get your workout done as well. So one sweaty selfie at a time, we motivate each other in that group. And I love being a part of it myself. That's why I love a sweaty selfie. You don't have to post a sweaty selfie if you don't want to. You can post a picture of your watch, but it just makes more of a community. And we're, as I said, we're all in that together. It's a very, very safe space, that group. Very safe space. Um, so really to summarize on those four points, accountability is really the glue that ties the commitment to the result. That is where you are going to see that commitment is going to get you to your goal. When you stay accountable to either yourself, the community, stay like accountable to a running buddy or just the community itself your goals all of the above accountability is key so if you don't have that find it get get some form of accountability whether it's an app a coach a buddy maybe it's your friend i wouldn't recommend a friend just in case they give up you are likely to give up as well but just anything like that. So let's get into the habit of working out multiple times a week, putting your health, your body first and enjoying it at the same time. So remember that guys. Um, Another main blocker that I did want to cover is not having time. And this is why I've created my challenge the way that it is because at the moment I am filming 30 minute workouts. 30 minutes, that's all you need, five times a week. Some of the people in my challenge are only doing it three times a week and that's absolutely fine. I would prefer if in 2024, you managed three workouts a week for 50 weeks of 2024 instead of trying to commit to seven days a week and lasting literally two weeks and then you give up for the rest of the year until it gets to like summer again you're like starting to panic that you've not got your summer bod ready. If you commit, just start with three or four a week. Get into that consistency, then once you've got that, try adding another one, and then try and add in another one. Or maybe you throw a run in there as well. So this these are my five top tips to help you find time for your health, and I get it. We're all super busy, especially this time of the year. Super duper busy, well, ideally with Christmas, but that's all out the way now. We can focus on January. Um, but I know it's it's so easy to become distracted, especially with what's important in life. Other priorities get pushed to the front. And yeah, our senses have just been triggered left, right and center with all the TikTok reels, swiping left, swiping right, like you get my gist. There's so much going on that we just need to learn to get a little bit more focus. And these tips are gonna help you find time And focus. Because have you ever found that your productivity literally goes through the roof whenever you don't have your phone in the room with you or maybe it dies or something? Like at the end of the day, it all comes down to prioritisation and organisation. So I used to be a full-time site engineer, run an online business and an Instagram page, which is it like, that's a full-time job on its own, trying to post every single day, trying to find the algorithm how that's working like no one will ever understand but trying to do that while staying active working out fueling my body well meal prepping working on my health my fitness goals working towards marathons like i am not saying this in a braggy way whatsoever or trying to be like a bitch i like i am not i just want to show you that it is 100 possible to do these things and prioritize your goals and your priorities you need to align those two things in order for this to work so top tips for staying on top of your fitness and finding time number one prepare your meals this one I could not um, I cannot exaggerate this one enough because meal prep literally changed my life when I was a full-time site engineer I know I'm not anymore at the moment I'm in a spatical, but I am still preparing meals I know I'm working from home as much more now, so I don't have to prepare as many. So I, I used to take my breakfast and lunch into the office. And this was a super, like total game changer because I knew what I was feeling my body with. I knew that I was getting my protein in for breakfast and lunch and t- took a protein bar as well as a snack. That's three portions of my protein done and organised. I knew what I was taking in was gonna help me reach my calorie target by the end of the day. And I had weekly like go-to recipes. I have a full recipe book if you need some inspiration, which is literally just meal prep. And those were my exact recipes that I made every week. So every week on a Sunday, I would literally two hours, go to the shop, get my food full week, weekly shop, come back, meal prep, breakfast, and lunch, and then write up the recipe card of whatever I just made for lunch. It was the exact thing. So if you want that, guys, I can give you those. They are all in my challenge, all uploaded into the app, so you can literally flick through them and find ones that are perfect for you. Just meal prep in itself is just, it saves so much time, it saves so much money, and it saves calories as well and make sure you are aligned with your goal. Especially when you've got, if you've got such a busy lifestyle, knowing that you can get in and literally heat something up that you've prepped, that isn't just a microwavable meal that you bought at a shop or a takeaway. You know exactly what's going in it. You know it's in a line with your calorie goals And that is going to get you to your fitness goals at the end of the month, at the end of the six months, at the end of the year, whatever your goal is, whatever that ultimate goal was. So it just makes the rest of the week so much simpler. It's just about... Preparing and being organized on that Sunday ready for Monday ready to hit the ground running on Monday If you work from home on a Monday which I know a lot of people do that's absolutely fine You can do your meal prep on the Monday for the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday And then you work at home on a Friday as well So you don't have to meal prep every single meal that's not what I'm saying But sometimes on a Monday I would cook and then just make a slightly bigger portion And then that would that would do me for the Tuesday night as well You just find yourself cooking less and tracking less as well because if you know that you've already made that meal, you cut it in half, you can literally add all the calories together, half it, and that's about right for your calories and your protein. Wow, that was a long one for your meal prep there. Number two, top tip number two for finding time for your health is to bash out your workout in a morning. My god, this is a game changer. In particular, home workouts. And yes, I'm going to plug home workouts again because they have literally changed my life. I still have not paid for a gym membership since COVID, so This is rule number one for prioritisation, like get your priority things done as soon as possible. When your motivation is high, when your willpower is high and it's at its peak, yes, in a morning, even if you claim to not be a morning person, your willpower is still a hell of a lot higher in the morning than it is on an evening. So get it done in the morning. Then when you get people asking if you want to go out for tea or whatever, your evening is open to enjoy other things in life. If you prefer cooking and you don't want a meal prep, open your evening up to allow time for cooking and get your workout in first thing on a morning. Set yourself up for the most epic day every single day. I used to bounce into work because I'd done my morning workout. I was so awake compared to everyone else who had just rolled out of bed and like strolled in with their prep coffee. So. Really, really focus on that, and as I said, my workouts at the moment are only half an hour. So really, with a bit of prep in there, like literally, if you've already set out your stuff the night before, which is gonna come up, you are going to be one step ahead of everyone else that day. You have won the morning. If you get, you literally have to wake up 35 minutes earlier, you could literally roll out of bed, put put my video on, do the workout, have your shower get out and then take your breakfast to work with you think about all your little time savers so if you currently have breakfast at home and it takes you half an hour really once you faff on with it all if you've meal prepped your breakfast that you can have on your on the train on the commute or you can eat once you sit down at your desk you've already got that's the, that's half an hour you don't even have to wake up any earlier and you've already fit in your workout and your fuel so, game changer. Like I never used to be a morning person at all. I couldn't think of anything worse than to wake up earlier than you need to. I literally used to work backwards and think, right, what's the what's the latest time that I can realistically wake up? And I still technically do that now, but I fit in a, a workout now as well. So it really has, when I say change my life, I don't want to exaggerate at all, but it really has changed my life, literally rolling out of bed and getting it done at home, game changer. It's slightly different now. I've got to roll all the way down to the outdoor gym, which is a 25 minute walk, but I feel more awake by the time I get there. So would definitely recommend you will honestly have the best day. And the beauty of home workouts is you don't have to look presentable at all. I do because I'm filming, but you don't. No one's watching you do it, so get it done or if you prefer working out on an evening make sure you've got stuff set out so even if you if you do go to the gym make sure you take your gym stuff with you make sure you've packed it all in your bag the night before so you can literally get up go to work or maybe you go to the gym on the way to work just have it all ready like the preparation is key in having more time to do stuff because the more you prepare the more stuff you can fit in, I promise. It is serious game changer. Number three, having a training program or workouts to follow. So if you go to a gym, again, I'm not plugging just my home workouts, this works for a gym as well. If you have a training program, you know exactly what you're going in there to do. So I used to just go to the gym at uni not really, just just find a random machine. Maybe just do the same thing that I, and you always choose the movements you enjoy doing. And yes, I still do that too, but I need to mix it up as well. Um, but having something to follow will help you save time because you literally know you like, right, bang, bang, bang. And emphasis on timing your rest period because I know a lot of us can get carried away. The minute you pick your phone up, in between sets yes you will like time will fly by if you literally have half an hour you can get the best the best workout done in half an hour i guarantee because you can superset stuff you can put different things back to make, make a giant set and really push those muscles do drop sets where or like to failure Literally, there's so many different ways that you can keep the intensity of the workout so high and save so much time. So going in with a plan, knowing exactly what you're going to do when you get there is gonna save you a ridiculous amount of time. Um, seriously, just Whether you find a training programme, get a coach who can make you a programme, or you join my challenge and you, I literally give you the workouts that you are going to do, you literally follow a video, you can do it in a gym if you don't want to do it at home, that's absolutely fine. I have people who do that. But seriously, plan. Know what you're doing and follow the workout, follow the programme, because you'll be so much more efficient with your timings. Okay, number four, set yourself goals. And I know I have just covered this a little bit and I'm gonna cover it more in the next episode, but you need to have a goal. You need to have a goal for everything. Like as humans, we thrive off this and we act, we like actively working towards something. So whatever you can measure, you can get results in because you can see progress being made. So whether that is your weight, whether that's, PBs, if you're running, if you do park run every every week, just little things like that that you can measure and see progress and see results. In a gym maybe, when you go up, up with the load every time, or maybe not every time, that's unrealistic to think that you would increase every single time, but Maybe that's progress pictures. So looking at your daily goals, are you ticking those off? Are you working towards your long-term goals? Like if you're in doubt of how to create any of this, get a coach, they will seriously help you. It doesn't have to be an, it can be an in-person coach, an online coach, again, a buddy, someone who, is maybe a year or two ahead of you in terms of their fitness journey it doesn't have to be someone who's miles ahead like that's unreachable in fact it could just be someone who's six months ahead of the journey that you're on just someone to learn from their mistakes and coach you through it like as a bit of a mentor that's the best way to learn and that's the best way to see results as well And top tip number five on how to find time for your health is to use Parkinson's law. You have probably heard me say this a thousand times, but I'm gonna keep saying it until I nail it into your brain because I need to keep reminding myself of it as well. The amount of time you allocate to a certain task is the time it will take to complete that task. So if you've got all day to clean the house, it's gonna take you all day. But if you've got someone coming round, I don't know, maybe a date, maybe it's your parents, maybe you're hosting pre-drinks for your mates, and your house is a tip, you will get it clean in 20 minutes because you will. That's just what we do. We make, like we expand and contract things, like tasks to fill the time that we have to allocate. Therefore, if you set yourself mini deadlines throughout the day and be like, right, I'm gonna do this within the hour, you're gonna you're going to get it done within the hour. So make sure you set yourself time goals, especially in a gym. If you're following my workouts, I've already technically done that for you because I think the maximum length one at the moment is 32 minutes. That is literally it. Time block it, get it in your day and be like, right, half an hour set there for workout. Maybe you put five minutes on the front just to get changed. Things like this, time block. Serious game changer for finding time to do stuff. So you could use it for your meal prepping as well like I used to do. So give yourself two hours every Sunday, include the time to get the stuff and to meal prep the things as well. Like, if if you've already got workouts to follow, great but you will find that you get things done so much quicker if you know that you've got to be in and out of the gym in 40 minutes you are not going to chill and procrastinate in there you are going to bash through all your sets to get it done so use parkinson's law work to mini deadlines and yes i again that's why i think morning workouts are such a game changer because you've got like a certain time to get to work. So the minute you're like, right, you cannot procrastinate, you need to get it done before you get to work. So it's just, you you can probably sense the passion coming through. I love talking about this topic because you can get everything done if you want to. It's just, again, coming down to prioritization, organization and, thinking about the everything that we've just spoken about so your calorie deficits your protein target your step goal if you want to know more about your calorie deficit and what sort of target you should be aiming for i do have a calorie calculator the link is in my bio or you can ask me dm me if you get a certain target dm me and i will check with you if you want Um, step targets everything like that how to pull all of that together to actively achieve your fat loss goals this year, I introduced to you, and I've mentioned it a few times through the podcast, but my six week challenge. So this is my Jan challenge. It is the ultimate six week challenge to help you achieve your fat loss goals without cutting out your favorite meals, your favorite treats, or setting foot in a gym. If you hate the idea of going to a gym, I'm your gal because I know so many people that have got such a negative stigma with the gym because you associate it with yo-yo dieting and when when things are not working and it's it's just, it's, it's shit. Sometimes, yeah, that's great. If you enjoy the gym, fantastic. I can write you a different program if you want or you get a different coach that specializes in more gym workouts. I'm not your gal if that's what you want. But I just think, home workouts are just the way forward. This six week challenge is gonna change your life. You are gonna have more energy, you're gonna lose fat, you're gonna get leaner, all while doing things that you love, eating things that you love, at your own pace, in the comfort of your own home. And it's just, I feel very passionate about it because it is something I've been putting together over years and years. And it's finally the perfect combination of one-to-one coaching. You get group coaching in there as well. You get your community vibes. You get all the workouts which I'm doing, which is literally like my bread and butter. You get six-week challenges um no you get many challenges along the way as well and you get my four non-negotiables for fat loss you get bonus mobility workouts yoga stretching videos hundreds of my fueling recipes and access to me and i know that sounds really big-headed but you can literally message me whenever you want and i will respond you are my client i will respond usually within 24 hours although time difference in Australia is a little bit dodgy, but it still works. So who is this for? Like you've tried absolutely everything to lose weight before and can't, or you've managed to lose weight and really struggled to keep it off and and putting it on again. You want to change, but you need the motivation. You might just need the accountability, A lot of my clients know what exactly what they need to do now because I've taught them what they need to do, but they still just want, they stay for the accountability, they stay for the workouts, they stay for the community. Are you ready to take the plunge and make these small changes for big results? If you're finally a hell yes to putting your health first and put making it a priority, this is for you. Like, I'm not charging you pricey one-to-one coaching, but you are ready to take charge of your life again and focus on you and you don't wanna do it alone. This is for you, you will not feel alone once. Who is this not for? So if you don't wanna make any changes, you're pretty happy with your life and you just wanna sit around complaining, absolutely fine, you crack on. I can't imagine you've got all the way through this podcast to hear that if that sounds like you. Maybe you've already got your dream bod, maybe you've already got your life sorted, maybe, you are not willing to work hard. Like, yes, I've made this as simple as possible, but you still need to work hard. So if you are not willing to put in the work in order to achieve your goals, this is not for you. I cannot spoon feed you. Like I've done enough with the workouts, I have all the resources in there, I cannot do any more. It still comes down to you working hard. And it's not for you if you hate kettlebells because the home workouts you need a kettlebell I am joking you can do them with dumbbells if you have those instead um, you can still join but that was just thrown in there for a bit of a joke but I w- ideally get a kettlebell ideally get two. one that you can safely press above your head and one that you can a bit of a heavier one for leg day to really feel the burn um, But yeah, my workouts are created to get your heart pumping, feel your muscles burning, and elicit maximum physique change in just 42 days. It's a six week challenge. I wanna see what you're made of in that six weeks while installing those daily habits that are gonna get you there long-term. I wanna get in your head that this is not just a diet which you need to do for three weeks and everything's gonna be magical and then you're gonna go back to the way you were before. Absolutely not. This is going to be a lifestyle change and it's just gonna make life so much simpler, so much easier. You're gonna enjoy your holidays more because you're not gonna feel guilty. You're gonna enjoy parties still. And it's just, you will get so much from just six weeks that you'll wanna stay. I guarantee you'll wanna stay on. You don't have to. You might, you, would, will, you, you will get everything you need in the six weeks. It's just the people that stay for the community, the workouts, the accountability and the recipes. Like, you can stay if you want. And I urge you to stay because it is a lifestyle thing. It is a long-term thing. But if you just want to stay for the six weeks, that is more than usual. Like, you can learn and achieve amazing results in just six weeks as well. Try me, try me. Um, One more thing just to quickly mention is a lot of gals out there come to me and don't want to lift weights because they don't want to look bulky. And I did just want to cover this because you can't. You won't look bulky. Understand how to fuel your body. If you're in a calorie deficit, it's going to be difficult for you to build excessive amounts of muscle anywhere we can get stronger at the same time and fuel your body at the same time and enjoy ourselves at the same time and still look pretty in a dress. Like, I still feel pretty in a dress and I have been working out, I've built a considerable amount of muscle over the past two and a half years now, maybe longer, So, and I I still feel girly in a dress and I lift weights every single day. I have more energy than ever. So yes, you can do it all. We need to remember that girls physically do not have enough testosterone in our body to look bulky unless you start taking steroids, which I am not gonna promote at all. You do not need them, but we cannot put on as much muscle as men. Like, trust me, I've been literally training for years and I still look girly in a dress. Just picture the guys that are working so, so hard in a gym, trying to get bulky, who are struggling to get bulky, and you're, you're worried that you're going to end up looking bulky. Try telling that to them, and they will laugh in your face. You will not end up looking bulky, I promise, especially if you are in a calorie deficit or even at maintenance calories. If your goal is to build muscle and lean out a little bit more, you can still do that. This challenge isn't just for fat loss. We will absolutely be doing body recompositions, getting stronger. I have some clients that are in a calorie surplus trying to get bigger. I have clients sitting at at maintenance calories in a body recomp trying to lose fat and build muscle at the same time. That is what I'm sitting at at the moment as well. I'm in a body recomp and just general maintenance calories, just trying to get stronger, fitter every day. So I am there alongside with you working towards my goals as well as helping you towards yours. So just remember, we can do it all. Time look girly in a dress still, get stronger, look sexier, feel sexier, all of the above. Just just work hard, play hard, like reap the rewards of consistency and dedication and just remember why you started. Remember listening to this podcast. If If you start to struggle, in three or four weeks time, which yes, a lot of people will start to dip out at the third week. You need to ask yourself, why the hell did I start this? What are my goals? Work towards them and put yourself in the category. Are you gonna be the person that's gonna give up after three mo- three weeks? No, you're in this for the long term. Let's go DM me for more information on my six week challenge or Comment or whatever, like, subscribe to this podcast. Send this, please, if you enjoyed it, to one person that needs to hear this, who a friend that might be looking into the latest fad diet. Send this to them, please, because we can't be having more people on your your diets. They do well enough as they as they are. We cannot be sending more people to them. So, if you're ready to start the last diet you will ever need, because this is gonna be a total lifestyle change, mindset change, behavior change, all encompassing, amazing challenge that you want to be a part of, then sign up now. Link is in my bio. The application form is there if you want to do more one-to-one coaching. If you think you need more accountability, I do have my one-to-ones, but there are limited spaces. So please fill in the application form. Let me know which what you're interested in doing. If not, you can sign up straight away to the six-week challenge. It's called Foundation 42. Get yourself in there or the waiting list for the next one, but that's like a few months away yet. So I would get cracking as soon as possible because chances are the prices are going to go up after the Jan Challenge. Jan Challenge is my favourite time of the year. Everyone is so motivated, so ready to go. So I am so, so excited to see you in there as well. Let's do this. Thank you so, so much for listening. As I said, please like, subscribe to the pod and share it with one person that you think would really, really benefit from this. I would really, really appreciate it. Love you all. See you next week and have a fantastic 2024.